Hi, everybody. Hey. Welcome to David and David Eats Chinese Food. <laughs> David and David Eats Chinese Food? Yeah. <laughs> Chance isn't here. He usually eats Chinese food. <laughs> isn't there? Yeah, it was, there's a podcast with uh, the guys from Ed, Michael Ian Black, and whoever the lead character yeah. is played by. I think they eat snacks or something. Hmm. I want to say it's on Nerdist. <laughs> no, they did it for a while. It's probably archived there or something. But. The only Nerdist podcast I ever listened to was the Nerdist. I kind of, uh, after listening to Camille Nanjiani on uh, Harmontown a lot, it makes me want to go listen to Indoor Kids. Hmm. That's, he was pretty funny. Yeah. Neil deGrasse Tyson has one there, too, don't he? Probably. <laughs> It seems as if uh, Chris Hardware kind of collects podcasts like, you know, Pokemon cards. <laughs> hey, you can have this one. That'd be awesome. Not sure why that would happen. <laughs> Who knows? But, um, so yeah, you can probably hit the theme song button. Oh. <laughs> I don't have a button for that. I just put it in. Well, yeah, just hit the space bar. Welcome to Kind of Epic Show. I'm David. I'm David West. Um, sadly, our other two compatriots, or at least our normal two compatriots, Andrew and Chance, are in New Orleans. Yeah, New Mardi Orleans Gras? for Mardi Gras. Right? Thanks for the invite, fuckers. <laughs> that was kind of funny. To, uh, I, uh, I, I didn't even know about the trip. I saw Andrew's post on Facebook about him being in Tennessee. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I was like, oh, you're in, you're in New Orleans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, That's at first, cool. I thought it was just going to be Chance and Ching. Oh, uh, and then Andrew got... But then Andrew and one of their other friends ended up going, too. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Not that I had the money, but come on. <laughs> Sad day. <laughs> yeah, it's probably... And, you know what? To be fair, I did tell Gabe that we record at Mondays at 7. Yeah. Where is he at? Uh, Not here. <laughs> And Matt has a baby. And Matt has a baby, yeah. (laughs) He's actually going to watch Thor for the first time on Thursday. Nice. On Thor's day. Yes. I'm going to bring over my Blu-ray. Actually, I think I have to bring over my PS3, too. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. But, uh, so yeah, I actually watched that, uh, uh, did I watch it the day I got it? I did. Yeah, I think I, yeah, because I wanted to watch All Hail the King. I thought I'd watch the movie first. Mm -hmm. It's a good movie. Mm -hmm. I mean, it definitely has problems, but I still enjoy it. Yeah, same here. I like it better than the first one. Yeah, I think I kind of have to, too, a little bit. I don't know. Like, Thor definitely goes through more character development in the first one, but... Yeah. This one's a lot better in the action department. I think the pacing of this one's a lot better. Yeah, I can uh, I can agree with that, too. Probably because they don't have to set everything up, and... Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. But, uh... So, yeah. Uh, so, speaking of Thor... Um, the Marvel one-shot for the uh, Thor Blu-ray was uh, All Hail the King, which was written and directed by the guy who, um, I don't think, I don't know if he's credited as the main screenwriter for Iron Man 3, but he was... No, because the guy who directed Iron Man 3 also wrote Iron Man 3. Yeah, so yeah, the... Same I, black. I don't, I don't know if he just strictly wrote it. I'm pretty sure he at least had help from, uh, same Drew Pierce. From okay, yeah. Um... 
So yeah, he uh, this was his first time directing, and uh, it focuses on uh, Ben Kingsley's um, Mandarin. What's it? What's his real name? Trevor uh, Slattery. Yeah, Trevor Slattery. It shows you know um, what life in jail is like, and it focuses on a, um, a gentleman who's in there under the pretenses that he's doing a documentary about Trevor Slattery. And uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I mean, I know. I was potentially worried what they were going to do. I, my main worry was that they were going to reveal that Ben Kingsley's character was the Mandarin. Okay, but they didn't. See, they just, I, I would have, I would have been fine with that too. See, I, I, I like what they did more because it fits more with like I don't know, the first Iron Man. Yeah, because there in the first Iron Man, they did establish that there is a terrorist group that calls themselves the Ten Rings. Yeah, so it makes sense for them to be pissed off that there is this guy who is acting like their leader, even though he wasn't. Yeah. So uh, that makes sense. They didn't go back on how they used the Mandarin or why he was in Iron Man 3. Yeah. Uh, like, that, that, I don't know, they, they don't go back and retcon that. Uh, they just leave it open for, you know, that there is a real Mandarin out there, potentially. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm fine with that. They didn't, I don't like... I think it would have been stupid if Ben Kingsley ended up being the actual Mandarin. Yeah. Because, I don't know, that just wouldn't have made much sense. Well, and at the same time, you can give Marvel credit for not retconning anything and at the same time still listening to fans because the whole internet was a mess over what they did with the Mandarin. Which is odd. Which, yeah, I loved it. Who the fuck gives a shit about the Mandarin? <laughs> you know, I think we're the only people that liked it are the people on this show. Because my my dad hated Iron Man three because of it. All the nerds on superhero hype hated Iron Man three because of it. I know they don't they don't like anything on there. I know Matt really loved it. Didn't uh, it, it, you, Chance and Andrew? That yeah, day? yeah, yeah, they, they liked it. Yeah, that's yeah. It, it, it's such a weird bitchy complaint because I mean but what it's they such a racist character. Yeah, and the fact that they sort of made fun of that. that yeah, they they. they it specifically went out to create sort of a, a, a racial stereotype and played with that and, you know, made that part of the story. It was just an incredibly intelligent way to go about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but, yeah, I definitely I also thought it was probably the funniest one shot they did. Yeah. Because, you know, Ben Kingsley fucking killed it. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and then uh, Sam Rockwell's cameo was oh, great. Fuck, that was awesome. <laughs> I was so fucking happy when I saw yeah. it. I was just like, yes! <laughs> you know, it would have been great because I don't know if we ever had actual confirmation that uh, Jeff Bridges was killed. Like, I don't think that's ever actually confirmed. It would have been nice if he was in there too and just walks by and says some one liner to Sam Rockwell when he's complaining. Yeah, uh, that would have been nice. But I don't know. He did kind of fall into an exploding arc reactor. True. So I don't, I'm pretty sure he's dead. Yeah. Kind of in the same way that uh, 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 Mickey Rourke is dead. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. But yeah, it, it was cool to see him again. I actually saw a pretty genius idea on the internet where somebody mentioned that he, if they were ever to do a Thunderbolts movie, mm-hmm. he should play the Norman Osborn bit part. Mm. Like, I mean, not Norman Osborn, mm-hmm. but like sort of be in charge of the team. Yeah, that would I would love that. Yeah, same here. <laughs> I mean, more Sam Rockwell and anything yeah. is, is great. Can't go wrong with Sam Rockwell. He's extremely talented. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah. So all in all, that, that, that hmm. was pretty enjoyable. It was probably I, I love the uh, the credit sequence they did for Trevor's show back in the eighties. Yes, that, that was, was great. hilarious. <laughs> you played a uh, a Russian detective in the states, was it? Yeah, I think a Russian private investigator. I think yeah, was something the, like that. Yeah. They're so eighties. <laughs> oh, it was fucking fantastic. I even mean, think about the monkey, the, the the monkey wearing the Russian hat, drinking vodka. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my one complaint is is the fact that I want to see the actual Mandarin now. Maybe we'll get to it eventually. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, it's not like they're gonna kill Tony Stark. They're gonna have to eventually James Bond it and yeah. cast somebody else because. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think it would be incredibly silly for Marvel to reboot the universe in some yeah. stupid manner. I agree. I mean, they don't need to. Yeah. I, I really think the movies will stand up to... I mean, it's not like when you go back and watch the first Spider-Man where you're kind of like, Ugh. No. I, I, especially the Avengers. I mean, that's that's just a fucking classic. Oh, yeah. I can, That's one of those movies I can just watch any time. Speaking about that, I was wondering, did you want to do the... Um, Captain America marathon. What's it involve? Captain America. I'm assuming Avengers it's and... going to be the first Avenger Avengers and the okay, yeah, kind sure. of like the same thing with yeah. Thor. I, I, I like Captain America more than Thor. So. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I just watched it Saturday. <laughs> Why? Showed it, showed it to Marissa for the first time. She oh. had never watched it. Showed her Thor and then Cat. Oh, okay. Did you? Uh, um, did you? Did you get to the part of the Oscars last night where Chris Evans walked out? Uh-uh. It was really funny. They uh, uh, they, they were throughout the night because I guess the theme was supposed to be heroes for some stupid reason. Oh, was it? Because they just showed like uh, montages of animated heroes, yeah. real heroes, and and the then they did essentially a superhero one. Mm. But uh, uh, yeah, Chris Evans walked out, and they were playing a music, uh, a piece of music, and I listened to it, and I was like. That's not the right song. That's from Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> and then after he went off stage, they started playing the Captain America one, or like for the commercial break after he did whatever the fuck he did. Yeah. And I, yeah, it was sort of a nerdy movement mm. on my part where I was kind of like, "That's, that's Captain America. You're playing. The, he's not Spider-Man." <laughs> I mean, but, it's uh, easy to get him confused because he plays so many. <laughs> but uh. uh yeah, speaking of the montages, there was a really funny thing on the Oscars last night for the... Uh, um, nice segue, by the way. Yeah, I try. <laughs> the, uh, uh, yeah, for the, uh, the, the, the real-life heroes, mm-hmm. they showed, like, you know, uh, Will Smith playing Muhammad Ali and so on and oh, so yeah, forth. Yeah. There was... They showed uh, uh, Atticus Finch from To Kill a Mockingbird. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that man wasn't real. <laughs> that is a piece of fiction. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm pretty. Uh, I think Maybe the trials was... were real. Yeah, but the character is fictionalized. <laughs> and I was just like, I was picturing two editors just sitting in a room building the montage, and just like that guy's real, right? I think so. We read about him in school. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that that just made me laugh a lot. You know, I noticed <laughs> that, but I didn't make the connection. <laughs> I was just like, oh, all right, Gregory Peck. I didn't realize the theme of the montage. I guess it was real people. Yeah. <laughs> huh. But uh, so yeah, the Oscars were on last night. Um, David only made it through halfway. Well, that was just because I was watching it on demand today. So it's not like I fell asleep or anything. I was at a Pacer game. Oh. So I couldn't watch it. Oh, I thought you said you... Okay. I watched the first half today. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sorry, I thought you, you stopped watching it Mm-mm. last night. Oh. 
But yeah, I, I made it through the entire thing. It lasts until midnight. Like those things normally do. Yeah. <laughs> um, I could sort of tell. It seemed like they were like trying to hurry up stuff at the end, especially when uh, Adina Mandel came out to sing "Let It Go." Mm-hmm. It was an abridged version of the song. Like they took out a verse, huh. and I noticed, and I was like, "What?" what? And it seemed as if the, the the song was playing at a faster p- pace, like they were purposely trying to get through it quickly. And I was just like, "That song is going to win an Oscar." Yeah, and it did. Yeah, and that's the one you hurry up through. <laughs> I mean, you that's got funny. They should have known that, and they didn't know it in advance. I feel as if they they probably purposely did it because Indina Menzel is probably the one performer definitely trained. To be able to sort do of, that, yeah, you know, like I don't know, be able to match the tempo, and like I don't yeah. know, she's been on Broadway for fucking years. Yeah. I just yeah. haven't seen it. You haven't seen Frozen? Uh oh, fuck. I know, right? It's so good. <laughs> I'll pick it up yeah. when it comes out. Yeah, that's actually probably going to be the first Disney film I pick up in years. <laughs> I think normally Carrie does. I don't know. You know, I saw it. I saw it. Watch Tangled. Tangled great too. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think I was more enraptured by Frozen for some reason, but Tangled's still pretty good. Actually, mm. I'm surprised you haven't seen it because Zachary Levi's. Yeah, I know. I love that man. I want to <laughs> give him a hug. I think I'm the only person who cried during the finale of Chuck. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, I thought Ellen did a. a a good job hosting. I, I, I love. That's her. the only positive review she's gotten. I don't know. I, I, I maybe I'm the only one, but I love the little. I love the awkward bits on the audience mm-hmm. because I don't. It did none of it really seemed written and like. I think. Yeah, I read something this morning where they were like, "So were any of them in on it?" And it was only to the extent where, like, for the the Twitter photo gag, yeah, um, that actually did end up crashing Twitter. Twitter, yeah, <laughs> like, most shared photo or most retweeted photo on Twitter mm-hmm. ever. Uh, um, the only thing, like, the only person that was in on it was Meryl Streep to the extent that uh, 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 Ellen told her she was going to come out and play with her. Like, oh. you, know, you know, just talk to her and stuff. Yeah. And then, like, everybody sort of jumping in there and being in on the photo, that was just all... Oh, wow. Yeah, it, it just, it, it's kind of funny to see stuff like that. And even, like, when she brought out the pizzas, like, nobody was really in on that. She was just started handing out plates, and people were like, yeah, I'll have a piece of cheese. And, like, <laughs> the first row of people are, like, Jennifer Lawrence and Bradley Cooper munching on pizza. And even Harrison Ford got up and grabbed nice. a piece. And it, uh, that made me laugh. I, I don't know, it's... It was funny because it was weird. Yeah. It was like office awkward. Oh, yeah. That's why yeah. I really loved it. But, yeah. Um, let's see. What else was there? I. You know, some of the speeches were boring, of course. Because not. You know, some are. Well, it, not everybody's meant to be a public speaker. So, you know, when some of them get up there, you're kind of like, okay, cool. You know, like sound mixing guys and so forth. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and then, like, the. Uh, best foreign film like okay you guy can't understand half of what you're saying <laughs> but congrats yeah, yeah good going yeah. I haven't seen what you actually did but good going yeah good job <laughs> um but yeah you haven't seen the Matthew McConaughey one's probably the best I, I heard he gets in his alright 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 yeah <laughs> that was <laughs> Ben just tweeted uh, uh, he bet his daughter like 10 bucks that if McConaughey won he would sneak in the all right, all right, all right nice. thing. And Ben has one tempo. 
Man, nice. From his daughter. Yeah, yeah. Which he probably gave her that 10 bucks anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, it, it was, like, it was kind of nice because they didn't play off the uh, the speeches. They actually let them go if they oh, were, wow. you know, entertaining, if they were, you know, emotional. Yeah, I really like, like Jared Leto's speech. I thought that was nice. People are getting on him because he mentioned 30 Seconds to Mars that his brother is in with him, too. It was like, he's plugging his band while he's up there? It's like, he, he's not plugging his band. He's just thanking his brother. To, I mean, it's just, I don't know. I, yeah. I thought it was a weird form of, of cynicism from people. <laughs> huh. That yeah. is odd. Yeah. But, uh, I still haven't seen that movie, either. That was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think... Yeah, out of all the things that won, I don't really. There aren't a lot that I disagree with. Mm-hmm. I may have voted differently, like for best actor, I wouldn't have chosen Matthew McConaughey. I understand why he got mm-hmm. it, but I, I I would have given it to Chewie Tolio for. Wow, because that's coming out tomorrow. Oh, is it? Yeah, I didn't see it. But yeah, um, and I would have given. Um, excuse me. I would have given best supporting actor to Michael Fassbender. Because, mm. yeah, I mean, I, I was really happy when 12 Years a Slave won Best Picture. Because I, I, I thought Gravity was going to get it. Yeah, because it kind of dominated the night. Mm-hmm. And it went off. I mean, uh, uh, when Alfonso Cuaron won Best Director, I mean, that's normally a pretty telling sign when something's going to win. Is it? It hasn't been the past two years. Well, yeah, the past two years. <laughs> yeah, true. But it kind of. I find it odd when it doesn't happen. Because how can. How how can it happen? How does it well, make I mean, sense Well, I mean, like, logically? last year, it was because he wasn't even nominated. Yeah. yeah so Ang Lee got it. You're kind of like, well, and that was that was deserved. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it just... So you can't really count last year. Last year was just a weird thing for the directors, because there yeah. were a couple of them that were snubbed. Yeah. But I, that's probably going to happen when you got ten Best Picture slots yeah. on only five directors. But, um... Like Christopher Nolan got snubbed for Inception, I think. Hmm. Which was bullshit. Yeah, but Inception did win Best Picture. Yeah, but it was nominated. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. The fact that... Has Christopher Nolan... I don't... Has he ever been nominated? I don't believe so. That's fucking weird. Yeah. Uh, um... So, yeah. Well, uh, he does comic book movies and sci-fi. That's not that weird. I don't know. I, I, I think he probably should have been nominated for Inception because yeah. it's sort of to the same degree of gravity. Yeah, I mean that's uh, Inception at the time was a, a technical feat. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably a male. <laughs> um, I was like, "What the fuck was that?" <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, yeah. I'm just annoyed he hasn't gotten nominated for anything yet because uh, who knows? Maybe Interstellar will get him. Probably. Uh, well, I guess it depends if the film's any good. Yeah. but hopefully. They are definitely, it comes out in November, so I think it's sort of set up for Oscar bullshit. Oh, yeah, Oscar bait. Yeah. And starring Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey, so. <laughs> Which, I need to get caught up on uh, True Detective, because I really enjoyed him in that first episode. And it's set up in such a way that, uh, well, part of it takes place in the 1990s, and then part of it takes place now. Mm-hmm. And you can tell the order in which they filmed it, because... It, it's really skinny Matthew McConaughey in the 90s. And he's put the weight back on in current day. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Huh. Yeah. It's kind of nice. 
Yeah, that's it, that's a show I keep on hearing about that I haven't watched because I don't have HBO. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm hoping that when the... Because the HBO Go app is supposed to be on the PS3 sooner than later. Oh, really? So I'm hoping nice. that I could get that. I have it on my phone. Huh. Which, I mean, it is what it is on my phone, but if I had a <laughs> tablet or something, it would be nice. Yeah. Actually, the HBO Go app is pretty damn awesome. Every HBO show ever is on the HBO Go app. Yeah, that's why I... I, I I, I tried checking into it with my with Comcast, yeah. and it kind of looks like I'm supposed to get cable first. I think so. Which is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you... I don't know, even if it's on the PS3, if you could just pay for it. I, I would... I, I would I'm would. i definitely going to try, especially if they get it on there before uh, Game of Thrones starts up this season. Because yeah. right, now that I'm sort of caught up, i got one episode left. Yeah. You and your segue, sir. <laughs> I applaud you for this. You are doing a good job. I applaud you. <laughs> I'm picturing you on that uh, podcast panel, and <laughs> you and the other guy you just start uh, talking about segways. Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um, I got through. Yeah, I, I pretty much got through the entirety of the third season yesterday. And basically, just watch it in one giant chunk. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it, it's. I think it was sort of interesting. I, I, I read the, f- I watched the first two seasons, then I read the books. Yeah, and I think yeah, I read uh, through the third book, and then I tried to watch the third season. Yeah, and it initially annoyed the hell out of me. Hmm. Because like, I think the biggest thing was Thor's a mirror. Okay. Because in my head, I imagine him a lot differently than. Uh, how he is in the show, so it was just a weird disconnect that I think was, I don't know, it was too soon for me to deal with. So I, I stopped watching the third season until it came out on Blu-ray recently, yeah. And then tried it again after I watched the other two seasons, and I was okay with everything at that point. Gotcha. Probably because I was just, I, I got used to how everybody looks and so forth. But um. Yeah, it was. Uh, um, I don't know. It, it seems as if the 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 show. I don't know. It's a good second draft for the books, because it, it's weird. Because you think a book would give you more space to get into characters and stuff, but it feels that they're they're doing that more with the TV show, especially. See, I, I just started reading the first book. I'm 175 pages in, or. or give or take mm-hmm. and uh, like right now it's pretty spot on with the TV show yeah like, it, it definitely is but I feel like the TV show has given me more character at the moment even in the first book mm. and I mean there's a, there's been a couple slight differences of things happen in different orders and whatnot. but besides that it's been pretty spot on yeah uh, uh, you'll uh, You'll sort of notice this as you go on, but like characters that get a lot of screen time mm-hmm. in the uh, in the show, like fairies and Littlefinger, when they have like conversations off by themselves, or like anything really involving them that doesn't involve Ned or another sort of main character, mm-hmm. you don't actually see that stuff oh, okay. because they don't ever get to narrate something themselves, or they're not the focus of a chapter. Gotcha. So I mean, those two are definitely expanded upon, like yeah. uh, um, the horror character. Um, who got shot 
Oh, like Joffrey. Okay. Uh, that was that was hard to see. I know, right? I was just like, my oh, favorite whore. Fuck. But uh, yeah, she's not even in the books. Oh wow! Wow. So she was uh, her creation, and I think she was a wonderful addition. Yeah, too. I agree. Um, it, 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 one thing about this season that was especially cool though was seeing the um, the character Dragons. growth. Well. Uh, <laughs> dragons were cool, but uh, the character growth Jamie Lannister goes through. You know, one thing I like about the, sh- the the series, no matter how much you hate a character, they always seem to then redeem themselves. Well, except and, for someone. Well, I don't know. <laughs> like Joffrey. Okay, yeah. Or but, even Cersei. Yeah, I don't hate Cersei. Well. Because she knows that she fucked up. With Joffrey, and how she treated Sansa in the second season, towards the end, I was just like, "All right, you're not all bad." I mean, she, how she treated Sansa at the end of the well, second season. I don't know. I, I thought she. I mean, she was got kinda, real with her, but yeah, I, well, still kind of cruel to a certain degree. Sansa's stupid anyway, so <laughs> I don't blame her. I, I don't like Sansa. Well. Yeah, I guess I would say I don't really like Sansa either. It's just that, I mean, she's definitely not Arya. Yeah, Arya's Who's a badass. No shit. Like when, <laughs> I love the scene where Arya uh, told the Hound she was going to stick a sword through his eye and through his skull. Yeah. And like the look on his face afterward was just sort of like, that was great. Yeah, she, oh, I agree. She's actually going to be at the... the Indie Comic Con. Yeah. yeah. So is uh, Hodor. Hodor? Hodor. 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 <laughs> um... Theon's uh, gonna be at uh, C2E2. Theon. Fuck. Fuck Theon. <laughs> I felt bad for him in season three. Back on the, like, path of redemption, I kind of feel awful for the guy. Oh. Uh, he deserves it. Yeah, He's he such did. A little cocksucker. <laughs> he <laughs> fucked over Rob. Yeah. To a, a giant yeah. degree. Yeah. I agree. I, I mean, he. he, he it. it he deserves every ounce of torture Simon from Misfits has given him. <laughs> that's an, that's a, a, another interesting change that the show did to the books. Yeah. Because we catch up with Theon, like, two books later or something oh. like that. Like, the fifth book. Huh. Like, after uh, the events at Winterfell, we catch up to him and we hear about oh, the torture he okay. went through. The show's just showing it to us. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Awesome. <laughs> but, yeah, because I remember huh. when I... Yeah, it was in the fifth book. It started off with a character named Reek. Mm-hmm. I was reading it. I was just like, who the fuck is this person? And then, like, as you get more and more into the chapter, you're like, oh my god, this is Theon! <laughs> Holy shit! Oh, damn. This motherfucker went through some crap! <laughs> oh, shit. But yeah, now we, you know, like, I know who the the torturer is and so on and mm-hmm. so forth. I guess, yeah, it, it's. Yeah. I mean, I still think Theon deserves it. Just such a little a bitch. bitch. Yeah. But, um. Who was filling up his sister? <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> I love Asha Grejo. <laughs> That's why I purposely went out of my way to make her a card on the, uh. The Game of Thrones risk that you invented? Well, me and Matt met. Matt did the majority of the work on that. <laughs> I, I pretty much, like, for the leader card, we went back and forth of rules and I wrote up all the text, but you know, he did all the... Just off topic, because nobody knows what we're talking about. <laughs> but... We said Game of Thrones Risk Board. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Anyways, um, a little tweak, I thought, because, I don't know, we had the issue with the, the, the others, mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, Stannis Baratheon mentions that he always burns his bodies. Yeah. Why isn't that on the leader card there, sir? He could prevent, if you have him as your leader card, it should prevent the armies from becoming others. Just a little... See, I like the idea of him being the one killing leaders mm-hmm. because of the Red Woman. Yeah. Because that was... Fair enough. He did it the Red Lady, Yeah. So. <laughs> Fair enough. And, he, I mean, he's the one that sacrificed the the Wittemusets. Yeah. So, I mean, it seems to be the way he works. <laughs> Fair enough. I just thought it would be a little nice little thing to maybe help things. Me and Matt also the rules... A little bit. I forget what the hell we did exactly. Oh, you changed some stuff? Yeah. Like, I think we're going to start off the game where everybody can go around and pick a leader card. So, like... Interesting. You know, if somebody owns the wall, they Mm. can get Jon Snow and help defend it. Hmm. And I think we also... Did you add back in the spoils? No. Damn it. (laughs) Um, The other thing we did was, I think... When the the whites are defending, mm-hmm. they get minus one on all the dice, mm. so it helps with the attacking and keeping them down. Gotcha, that works. Yeah, we did a couple other things, but I forget what they are. Now, are you guys gonna put this online for people to find and whatnot? Yeah, I think Matt mentioned putting it on Reddit or something. Okay, well, He's guys, when that when that happens, we'll let you know. That way, you can know what the hell we're talking about. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> well, it'd be better if you know we didn't. One game took like seven hours. Well, yeah, me and Matt were discussing uh, the issues, and part of the issues was, you know, we had a lot of people playing. Yeah. So, I mean, because I think, yeah, because I, I, I could tell by the where the um, the crow ended up on the capitals, how yeah. many turn rotations there were. There's only ten. Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, all of us only took ten turns. Wow. And it took that long? Yeah. Jeez. That's because it takes that long to go around and... You know, set up armies and so forth. Fair enough. Yeah. It was going to be really interesting to see what the hell happened, though. Because, you know, Andrew had his giant fucking horde on Pike aiming toward your Lannis port. And mm-hmm. That would have been funny. There's no way that was going to end well yeah. for me. Yeah, you were probably going to die. Yeah. And then it would have been me, Matt, and Andrew, because Chance was pretty much dead. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, we should do that again sometime. We really should. <laughs> Um, so yeah. Let's see, what else was there? Um, phone's make, was that me? Yeah, that was you. My phone doesn't make noise. So evidently, the Wachowskis are writing a new Matrix trilogy. Wachowski. Wachowski. <laughs> Wachowski. Um, yeah, which I have doubts about. David apparently doesn't. Well, apparently they're writing it, which, I mean, it's all rumor. It's all speculation. Yeah. I, I don't think they should do it. <laughs> I love the first one. And as we were talking while we were paused. Yeah, I mean, the first one's a classic. Yeah. But the other two have issues. I enjoy them. The third fight. They oh. don't hold up. Yeah, I remember, I, I, I haven't watched them forever, but I've yeah. heard that, like, the, the, the Agent Smith fight in the second one, the Burly Brawl. Yeah, it looks... Really bad. Plastic. It looks... I thought that, like, two years after watching it. <laughs> like, I, I tried watching them maybe, like, two or three years after they came out. I'm mm-hmm. just like, wow, these look fucking terrible. 
The thing that really bugged me was in the third fight when they're flying. Yeah. Like, ignoring the like when they're they're fighting in the air and they're not really they're they're it definitely looks like they're just on wires being spun around as they're punching each yeah. other. But the really stupid part to me is when Neo is just floating there and just gonna let Agent Smith ram into him. You fly. You can just go over a couple feet. Let them fly past you. It just—it's one of those logic things where I'm just sort of like, how does that make any fucking sense? Yeah. How do you think that's a good way to fight while flying? <laughs> Go watch Dragon Ball Z. Right. <laughs> because the Dragon Ball Z was so accurate when it came to flying fights. Better than that. <laughs> uh, but I mean, even look at like okay, Morpheus had a commercial this year. Last year, Agent Smith had a commercial. And you're just kind of like, what? What are they doing? Are they trying to get the Matrix back in pe- people's heads? Are they? The Morpheus commercial is just kind of stupid. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> so was Agent Smith this? commercial. I mean, the only thing it was good for was for the Sam Jackson thing. Yeah. Where the yes. one guy mistaken <laughs> him for mistook. Mistook. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, God. Which was Sam Jackson's fault? That's not what that guy was doing. The guy was talking about the Captain America trailer, obviously. No, he wasn't. Yeah, they were. He specifically said Morpheus. No, Sam Jackson said Lawrence Fishburne. Go back and watch it. They just showed a clip, like at the very beginning of it, they show a clip of like the Falcon. Okay. And it cuts off to him interviewing Sam Jackson, and Sam Jackson just misunderstood him completely. No, the guy specifically said Morpheus. I listened uh, to it. Well, so did I. The, the, the guy said, you know, uh, uh, that, that Morpheus commercial in the Super Bowl. Oh. And Sam Jackson was like, I wasn't in a Super Bowl commercial. Yeah, but he was in a Super Bowl commercial. Well, he's, he was in a trailer. Yeah, which was a Super Bowl commercial. <laughs> well, it, it's not the same thing in the sense that you go out and specifically know you're going, you're filming a commercial yeah, that's going to be in the enough. Super Bowl. So, fair enough. Yeah, but yeah, the guy specifically said Morpheus. Morpheus Super Okay, yeah, my bad. Yeah, so... Sam Jackson going off on him was just the best, especially yeah. since like he was the guy was scrambling and Sam Jackson just let him off. <laughs> he was like, "No, no." <laughs> uh, oh, speaking of Sam Jackson, uh, I've been playing Lego Marvel Superheroes, mm-hmm. and there's a part on the helicarrier with snakes. No shit, and. <laughs> One of the agents is like, "Yeah, Nick Fury told me to get these snake, these uh, something something snakes off of this something something helicarrier." <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, "That was awesome! I died laughing." <laughs> yeah, there's one of the side missions in the game. Like, like just what? getting the snakes off of the helicarrier. <laughs> well, I had to fight a bunch of snakes, and what the fuck was that? <laughs> I mean, the woman? Uh, yeah, Sherlock. Who texted you? Marissa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That was a good game. I, I, I mean, did, did you notice any glitches? No, no. Really? Well, I, I just got, I think, stuff's been fixed. Oh, uh, maybe. Yeah, and I, uh, me and Carrie were playing through it in the weekend. There were a couple points where you're kind of like, this is kind of wonky. Like, it might have been ported to the PS3, too. Uh, might have been designed for next gen. Maybe. Yeah. But yeah, there were a couple bits where you're kind of like, yeah, like uh, for some reason the Fantastic Four level was especially frustrating. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't have any issues. And then also by the time I got it, the patches might have come out and whatnot too. So who knows on that? I'm really excited tomorrow the uh, South Park game comes out. <laughs> That's going to be the shit. I still don't know what the damn gameplay is. 
It's an RPG. Oh, is it? It's like a Super Mario RPG. Oh. Where, you, yeah, you go you go onto the screen, the enemy's on the other side, and, like, you go and hit them, and you have to, like, time button presses and so forth. Oh, nice. So. Uh, well, I, like, every commercial I've seen for it, I haven't seen any of the gameplay, but every commercial I've seen for it, it's just a cartoon commercial, and I'm just like, that doesn't tell me shit. Well, I mean, the, the cartoon commercial that you're seeing is the game. <laughs> Because oh. I mean, they, the, the 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 people who made the game specifically made, went out of their way to make make it look exactly like the show. Huh. And even um, South Park uh, Animation Studios, they they sent them files of how they would how the characters should be moving, how they should be oh, wow. uh, like even when they're just saying stuff, like how this character would say something. Oh wow! I mean, uh, uh, Trey and Matt Parker were um, very involved with the game. Like, because something tells me they really didn't like that N64 South Park game. Right. It was like the weird weird first-person shooter. So, yeah, I mean, they they wanted to make the game. They specifically went out and headhunted, you know, for uh, a a developer and had them sort of audition for the the game and so forth. Oh, wow. And so they, they, they wanted to make the game. Gotcha. They wrote the script. They did all the voices. They, they, they're incredibly involved with this thing. And they, they even uh, um, Europe and Australia censored part portions of the game, like the ones that included <laughs> anal probing and so forth. Awesome. And awesome. Uh, when they found out about that, uh, Trey and uh, uh, Matt wrote out uh, uh, you know, blurbs to say this is what's happening or what's supposed to be happening if you know you didn't live where you lived you know that sort of thing where they sort of awesome. made fun of the fact that it was being censored awesome <laughs> yeah that's I, great yeah I, I can't wait for that especially like uh, somebody uh, I, I read a preview of it and uh Thing was IGN. They, uh, the guy was saying that he basically just spent like the first two three hours exploring Southwark, and like Butters was with him, and Butters was like, you know, we're we're, we're supposed to be playing a game, right? We, we, got, we got to go do that. <laughs> so, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that, that should be great. Huh. Another thing that comes out tomorrow is the. Uh, the Blu-ray for the uh, Christmas special for Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The time of the Doctor special comes out tomorrow. Yeah, and we didn't. We never actually did an episode. Yeah. I think it's the first episode of Doctor Who we we've missed. Well, probably you've missed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. I, I meant we as the podcast. Yeah, yeah. The, the collective we <laughs> missed. And you know, I don't know if it was why we did. Maybe it was timing. Maybe it was, it was probably yeah. It was around Christmas time. So yeah, I definitely wasn't around. Yeah, and I mean we always we took a kind of month hiatus, or month or so hiatus then. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. It just bad timing, or maybe it was something more than bad timing. Well, yeah, because I, I wasn't impressed with it. Neither was I. Yeah, I was just. Uh, a ragtag of ideas. Just doing far too much yeah. in a limited amount of time. And I agree. Even though it was an extended episode or whatever the hell, it was still, barely. It was still like this is this is at least yeah. a two-parter. Yeah, at least. <laughs> but no, no two-parters allowed. Why is that? I, they're going back to them this year. Oh. Clearly, it didn't work. Well, yeah, because I don't. Know, sometimes the story deserves to be you know, a two-part. Yeah. Which is probably my main issue with season seven as a whole. Things felt rushed, mm-hmm. and especially with this one because I felt with Time of the Doctor there was um, 
the remnants of Steven's original Christmas episode in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like it's the whole Christmas town idea where your people can't lie. Yeah. Like, okay, maybe this was supposed to be the original Christmas special, and then, which he was already in the process of writing when Matt told him, hey, by the way, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> and then, ah. uh, oh, shit. And, uh, uh, yeah, and then, you know, the, you sort of had to force everything into it. Yeah. Everything. Every little plot that was left open got wrapped up in that. Mm-hmm. And you're just kind of like, eh. Yeah, none, none of, of it was really paid satisfying. off. Yeah, I was really annoyed by the inclusion of the uh, the the female character who's in charge of the the, the, the silence or, or whatever yeah. that was. Um, the other section of it was much more interesting. What, like Madame uh, Corvian or whatever her name was from season oh, six. Oh, yeah, with the eye patch. Yeah, like well, that side of it was so much more interesting. I just thought it was weird. Because it was like we were being specifically being told we were supposed to find this character interesting yeah. for some reason that we were supposed to care for her. That, that her and the doctor had some relationship that we've never seen before. Yeah, it was just it was forced. Yeah, incredibly forced. Oh yeah. And I don't know, like I don't know the, the use of the silence sort of neutered them to a certain degree. They were they were allies with the doctor. We're like, Wah. yeah, even even I don't know the use of the angels and it was kind of stupid too. Pointless. Yeah, it was just the the, the angels. They were a joke in it. They, they were there for some reason. Yeah. And you know, wouldn't Matt have had some more emotional resonance with the angels considering the last time he, at least the last time we saw him with them was when he lost his best friend? Yeah. Shouldn't there have been a bit more emotion? Well, they're running away from them. Yeah. <laughs> While being naked. Well, supposedly. We didn't get to yeah, see him. Sadly. Yeah. We didn't. <laughs> um... But yeah, yeah, it's just too much, too much, and you know, maybe if maybe this should have been played over the course of the season, you know, let maybe if Matt would have told Stephen a year in advance, you know, okay, all of season seven would have been leading to this moment, which I mean, it kind of was, but nothing was paid yeah. off. Yeah, because it, it, like, you know. Season seven wasn't really like a full season because yeah. it was split up in the two. I mean, yeah. there were two distinct halves. Yeah, there were t- basically two seasons. I just for some reason they felt the need to refer to them as one. Yeah. Probably, maybe has something to do with like budgeting reasons or something. I'm not so, sure. You know, because a, this amount of money per year. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But it's still I don't know. Yeah, it was still because there's a full year between halves. It probably didn't help that this episode came after the uh, um, the day of the doctor. Yeah, that's very true. Because that was that awesome. was perfect. Yeah, I, that I was loved great. It. This wasn't no. <laughs> but my problem with the entire Doctor trilogy, name of the Doctor, day of the Doctor, and time of the Doctor, they didn't really feel connected. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. At all? It's annoying. Yeah, it, it, it definitely wasn't Stephen Moffat's best show. Not at all. Yeah. Um, and something, I don't know. It just feels like none of season seven had any of Matt Smith's long-running plot threads in it. None of them. Except for Trenzalor. That's it. Mm-hmm. With the crack in the wall hadn't been seen in a couple of years. The silence hadn't been seen in a couple of years. Like, why Why not include all those in the past season? Well, like you said, he probably didn't know that. Yeah. But they didn't even reference them. It was... Ongoing plot threads in season five and six. Left them hanging 
for all of season seven not being picked up on or touched on at all. Mm-hmm. And then, bam, all at once, everything gets resolved. It bothers the hell out of me. Yeah. And, okay, if you couldn't get them wrapped up, you know what? You got another doctor that could have done it, too. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, Capaldi... When, when uh, they, they started filming. When yeah, they, they started filming in January. Okay, when is uh, it? Supposedly late August or September. Okay. So. Hmm. Which, supposedly, Matt has a cameo in, too. Okay. Yeah. Evidently, he calls Claire and is like, hey... That's the new guy. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Evidently. Again, all rumors and speculation, but... He's a little old. Yeah. Might just be his voice or something. I, 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 got, I got old? Yeah, you got old. <laughs> well, it, you know, I almost feel like if Matt is in Capaldi's first episode, it almost takes away from Capaldi. Well, maybe. I guess it depends on how they do it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that comes out, of, yeah, comes out tomorrow. I'll buy it. Why don't you just wait until... How are they going to do it? Because I, I went ahead and bought Day of the Doctor just in case. And... I figured, I don't know, probably maybe do a... It would be stupid if they're on Capaldi's first season. Well, that wouldn't make any sense to me logically. So... They already did the box set for Series 7, right? Yeah. And that ended with the... the that the ended name? with Name of the Doctor. Mm. So it, it wouldn't make any sense for these last two episodes of Matt's to be on Capaldi's Season yeah. 8 DVD set. wouldn't make any sense to me at all. I guess eventually they could do some sort of duality thing, maybe. I don't know. But I, 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 I suppose they probably wouldn't do something like Tenet's special set. Yeah, for, for two specials. Yeah. Hmm. And it came out in November. came out... I want to say November, beginning of November, season seven came out on DVD. Why couldn't you have just waited? Uh, get it out in time for Christmas? Yeah, I get that, but at the same time, you're just kind of like, <laughs> the, uh It bugs me. Well, it is what it is. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Um, it bugs the shit out of me, though. Yeah. yeah. We'd potentially talk about comics, but apparently David is... I'm super far behind on comics. I, yeah. It bugs me. I need to go buy comic books. <laughs> I just haven't been in. That's the problem. It's not like a money issue or anything. I just have not been into the comic book store. Do you, do you, uh, how big of a pile do you have? A, I have can a... only imagine. <laughs> Jeez. No, I've, I've cut back a lot, too. Like, I'm only getting... Well, I say I cut back a lot. I cut, I cut back. Let's just say that because <laughs> I still get a lot of books. I just cut back. I think uh, I've sort of. Oh, I, don't know. I definitely. I probably add added more than cut back because it, it's probably my DC titles have just been replaced with more Marvel stuff because they keep on putting out good shit. Yeah, which is kind of the way my stuff is going to. Like I basically put Batman and Justice League. Yeah, I think Wonder Woman. I think is the only other thing I get. Beyond Batman and Justice League, yeah. uh, but I, think, I mean, I get a handful of bad titles. Mm-hmm. You know, I get all the Justice League titles at least for now. I stopped getting JLA. Yeah, because those I didn't give a shit. Yeah, about Martian Manhunter and Stargirl running around. Well, I'm I'm, I'm giving I'm giving it through Forever Evil before I 
decided to jump off of them. I stopped it. I was just like, ah, I know I don't. I'm like, not gonna care. I haven't. I have a nice stack of Justice League. I haven't touched it. I, I'm so far behind. I'm like four issues behind on Justice League, and uh, I, even on, I've still been getting Dark, which is crossing over with other stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm just hoping that I can read it by itself and know <laughs> what's going on. <laughs> If not, that was a big waste of money. Yeah, I've one of the drawbacks of ordering my comics online, like I do, is that I'm pretty sure, like I, I'm pretty, I got my last issue of Justice League America, yeah. but I'm not, I didn't read it. Yeah. I was just like, I've got other things to do. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. But uh, no, no, that gift. Um, yeah, Marvel's just they keep on putting out great shit. Like yeah. I, I picked up the. Uh, the new She-Hulk book? Good. It was fucking great. You know, uh, fucking She-Hulk. It's a great book. <laughs> I really like the new Punisher. I haven't actually gotten that one. I like it. It's, it's different. Hmm. Yeah, I heard he was friendlier to a certain degree. Like, a he, he moved out to L.A., didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's definitely not the Warren Ellis Punisher. Like, what do you mean? Or Warren Ellis. Or Garth who's? Ennis? Yeah, Garth Ennis. My okay. bad. <laughs> yeah, but yeah I, I, I think in a... Uh, the same, right? <laughs> um, yeah, he he went out to LA and he has a bit more of a like a supporting cast. Like yeah. he isn't, he's less of a sociopath. I think mm-hmm. is what I heard. Yeah, pretty much. I've only read the first issue, so Black Widow has been sort of the art is gorgeous as mm-hmm. hell. I'm a bit meh on the the story itself. Like they do sort of like one shot missions for her. But it's a, it's not the most interesting thing in the world. But yeah, Phil Noto's art is fucking amazing in those issues, though. Which, isn't that what they're doing with uh, the Cyclops book, too? It'll be a bunch of one issues and then like a one shot issues almost? Is I what I heard. I, I, the only thing I know about the Cyclops book is that it's being written by Greg Rucka. Yeah. That's all I know. And then it's going to be out, him out in space with his yeah. dad, which will be interesting. I wonder if he's going to come back to Earth with the hmm. X Men or stay out there for a while. It'll be interesting. Um, actually, one book I'm extremely excited for, Rocket Raccoon. Oh, with Scotty Young. With Scotty Young. Yeah, that should be good. That cover is absolutely gorgeous. I think that'll be a hell of a fun book. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what else have I read? Uh, Jason Aaron's run on Wolverine and X-Men is done now. It, did it end well? Um, yeah, yeah. All right. What was the last issue you read? The one where him and Scott were getting drunk. Oh, yeah. fighting Sentinels. That was fucking awesome. It was awesome. Issue. Especially, like, if you consider Jason Aaron's run sort of con- started with a, a schism mm-hmm. between the two of them. It, it was a nice way to bookend it. Yeah. I mean, the, it's almost... I mean, I, I suppose the last two issues sort of work as denouements, but that was definitely sort of the emotional climax oh. of, the, of his run. Gotcha. Um... Does the next guy write, co-write the last two issues, or no, no, just Aaron? Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to pick it back up. I, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'll, pro- I'll give it a shot. If I don't like it, I'll yeah. just drop it. But yeah. I, I can't say uh, I'm getting tired of these relaunches. Oh, uh, the number ones. Uh, not just like, okay, why can't they just done what they did on other books where they put a number one up in the corner and like, hey, a new jumping on point? Because it's a new writer. It still bugs the hell out of me. <laughs> Just, I don't... I understand what they're doing, especially if they're changing writers. Like, if you if you pay attention to the way they're doing trade paperbacks now, it's 
you know, Fantastic Four by Jonathan Hickman, Volume One. Yeah. So I mean, they're they're sort of easily separating them into separate stories, so people can pick them up easier and understand where they go. That's fine for a trade. I'm fine with that for the trade. <laughs> Do dual numbering or something. It bugs the fuck out of me. <laughs> I think they did that for a while when I first started. I think Amazing Spider-Man. Amazing Spider-Man did it for a while. Yeah, because it was like 32, and then once they got the 600 or something, they went over. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I am a collector as well as a reader. Well, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't find it to be an issue. I... I, I I go through and I order what I order. I don't. I, maybe it's just because I'm OCD. I'm, I, I know I'm never gonna miss anything. Yeah. So I don't. know. It, it's not the, the biggest deal. To you me. say you're never you're never gonna miss anything. Tell me when you were trying to get caught up on a certain X Men title. Oh, the point one bullshit. Yeah, the point ones. Well, that was yeah. The, the point ones are just retarded. <laughs> but if I'm looking at, like even I don't even, feel like any of those ever paid off either. Oh yeah, the, uh, that was just a horrible idea. Wow. But the uh, uh, but like even when I get a run or like when I go for back issues to get yeah. a run, it's normally by writer. Yeah. Like I, I got Jeff Johns' Flash Run. Yeah. And now I'm trying to get Mark Wade's Flash Run. Yeah. I don't really give a shit about the issues in between them. I'm specifically looking for those writers. So if they, you know, if they do have it set up where like. Jason Aaron's Wolverine and the X-Men is just issues 1 through 42. That's all I need to get. I mean, it, and it almost to a certain degree makes it easier. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not like you, know, you, you guys are getting Amazing Spider-Man like the entire fucking thing. Yeah. I normally just go for writers. You know, I'm looking for specific runs, not the Fair entire enough. thing. Fair enough. Yeah, that's a good point of view on that. <laughs> Where... I'm just like, uh, okay. Like, all right, let me just make a list of all the Spider-Man that I need. Sometimes it can actually, like, I noticed on uh, the uh, all-new X-Men Guardians of the Galaxy crossover, Mm -hmm. there was a bit of a mistake in the sense that, you know, at the corner, it's a trial of Jean Grey number one on all-new X-Men, then Guardians of the Galaxy. It's the same thing. Yeah, it's at number one. You're kind of like, no. (laughs) Technically, no. Number two. (laughs) Granted. I mean, you don't have to read one to read the other. Yeah, they're parallel, but yeah. come on. Yeah. When they put that in trade, it's going to be all six of them. Yeah. So, and, um, hmm. um, I've I've actually only read those two issues of them. And have there been? Yeah, there's been four. Okay. Yeah, so so you haven't read the last months, two. Hundred months behind, like I said. <laughs> um, I can't even. I, it's even. It's hard for me to talk comic books because I haven't read shit. I read issue four of Forever Evil. I have issue five sitting upstairs. Haven't read it yet. But one thing I do kind of find funny: <laughs> who would have thought Batwing would last longer than Nightwing? Well, I, I assume Nightwing is going to be relaunched in some fashion. Yeah, it's still just kind of like. Eh. I don't think the sales on it were that bad. No, they were. They weren't. They were better than Batwing. Yeah, so they're doing it specifically on purpose for some reason. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, the 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 guys over at iFanboy had a funny like Forever Evil was brought up. Uh, <laughs> one of them said, "Is an event an event 
if nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, how... I can't think of another, like, DC event where I, I would get an issue and just not read it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I was just, Hell, I was the same way with Infinity at Marvel. I just didn't give a shit. That one I gave a shit about. I, I, I really liked it. I went back and reread, re-read it as a whole, and mm-hmm. I really dug it. I yeah. think it was reading it on the basis that I was, because I wasn't reading every week. Mm-hmm. And I think I, it just became too chopped up for me, reading it the way that I was. So sitting down and reading it in order helped mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like they they started Forever Evil with you know the big evil month or villains month or whatever. Yeah. And it seemed as if like the thing about an event is that it normally makes a universe feel more cohesive. Yeah. But not with this one because they've sort of. After Villains Month and after some, I don't know, probably some miniseries or some for something. I mean, I guess part of the problem is that I'm probably not reading enough any, any of the uh, uh, tie-ins. Like yeah. uh, Arkham Wars have been really good. I tried reading Arkham War and I stopped because I didn't give a shit. No, <laughs> but there you one go. Of those ones that I was just—I I, I read the first couple of issues yeah. and then I think I actually ordered the entire thing. But once like the third and fourth issue came in, I, I got to it in the pile and I was just so like, eh. yeah, I don't—I I don't care. No. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. uh, but it just kind of seemed like most of the DC books just went back to doing their own thing and they're not part of the event. You know, like mm-hmm. it just seems, yeah. Which, I don't know, like, a part of me likes from a certain degree because I like, I suppose, being able to read, like, multiple different stories. But, I don't know, like, I really like the way Infinity did it in the sense that, for the most part, you know, you had, and I guess it's kind of the way Secret Invasion did it to a certain degree, Mm -hmm. too, because you had the main book, but you also had some ancillary books that were written by the same guy. Yeah. So it definitely felt as if it was all part of the same story. I agree. And, like, for Jeff Johns and Forever Evil, there's Forever Evil and Justice League. Yeah. And even Justice League of America, you're, it, it, it focuses on Martian Manhunter and Stargirl, but I still eventually just didn't care. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it'll be. You know, part of me is—I don't know. I almost feel like comic books haven't been as center in my life as they have been in the past. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm almost to the point where I don't really care anymore Mm -hmm. with events and stuff. I'll read the titles I want to read, and nothing else really matters. Yeah, I mean, I can. I mean, maybe. I still read them on a weekly basis, so it's kind of... Yeah, that could be it, too. Maybe I'm just, okay, I can't afford to read every week, Mm -hmm. so I just don't. And maybe that's kind of pushed it to the back burner. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. I can see that. I mean, I... Hmm. I don't know. I also haven't been excited. There's There's been nothing that has come out that has excited me. See, I disagree with that because... I don't know, the stuff Marvel's putting out definitely yeah. excites me. Like, you know, Jason Aaron's Thor. Yeah. Matt Fraction's Hawkeye. See, Thor was just coming out too quickly for me. I I, I couldn't afford its release schedule. <laughs> I, I, 
I think it's probably back on monthly. Oh, is it? Yeah, because, well, something tells me Assad Rubik had a bunch of issues banked up, so when they yeah. relaunched it, they were able to put out a bunch. Mm-hmm. But he's back on the book now, yeah. and, and the, it's probably going to be monthly, because I don't think he can... Good. Yeah. You know. Like, I've been... Like, I'll get caught up if I can find them at, like, half-price books. I'll get caught up, and I would probably hop back on it. It just, I had to drop it just because of the sheer volume of which it was coming out. Well, that and, like, all the other Marvel books that were coming out on, like, a bi-weekly yeah. basis. And it was, Because uh, all the all the X-Men books are monthly now, right? Um, at the moment, there, I would imagine that they'll eventually probably do, like, a bi-monthly uh, month here yeah. Not a, bi- a bi-weekly month here or there because I think okay. the goal is to do more than 12 issues a month I mean a year, uh, a year sorry um, so I, I think the goal is really to do 14 or something okay that ain't bad but it, I felt like it was constantly okay two issues of Uncanny two issues of mm-hmm. All New two issues of I was like son of a bitch I don't know I, I, I like that because, I don't know, you get the story faster. You're... You make more money than I do. <laughs> you don't have the student loan debt that I do. Well, I have some, but... yeah. But not as much as I do. But it makes it really hard to read on a weekly basis. I, I miss going to the shop on a weekly basis. I miss it. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> How are you? I got a text that said hi. So that's what David's responding to. Well, I did not mean to read your text message. <laughs> uh, anyway, we are over an hour. Well, Hope this was entertaining for you guys. It's been a while since it's just been two of us. Yeah. And we're trying to do you guys a favor and be weekly. And <laughs> do them a favor. <laughs> a lot of people complain about it. As, I mean, a lot of people, I mean, Gabe. <laughs> You know, actually, last week, uh, I was meeting with him. I, I met with him on uh, one day last week to get registered as press for C2E2. Mm-hmm. And he was like, man, I would really like to be a part of our podcast. I was like, well, it's like, I have four microphones. There are only four. I don't like going over the number of microphones. He was like, oh, all right, I guess. <laughs> and I still told him that we record Mondays at 7. And where's he at? <laughs> Not here, apparently. Apparently he didn't care to be on the show enough. Kind of funny, him, sort of a hickish accent there. Well, I guess. That's because he, he does all kinds of accents, so I figured I'd give him one, because I could see him doing it. Uh, uh, Gabriel, Gabriel, Gabriel. So, yeah, um, in a couple weeks is the Indiana... Yeah, Indiana Comic Con, March 15th. You'll be uh, on a panel. I'll be on a panel, me. And talking about something. Me and Warner <laughs> Swoops from Nerd Management. I don't know what we're going to talk about. It'll. It's a Q&A slash podcast? I, I don't know. It'll be interesting. I thought it was sort of funny when I looked at the schedule for that thing. They had a, a like some of the celebrities. Who they, am I up against? I don't, I don't remember, but like you had, well, not... There was, like, a Q&A each day with a celebrity. Yeah. And I was just like, so an hour a day asking them questions. It's kind of like, are they really going to have that many people there to really make the... the Maybe. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Odd to me. I don't know. I want to go see Aria's panel. <laughs> One of them? One of them. Yeah, it's three of them. I know. 
I'll go see it. <laughs> she's awesome. I kind of want to give her a hug, but that would be creepy. Yeah, she's probably like half your size. <laughs> and age. <laughs> she's not young. I, like 12, 13. No, she isn't. I think so. Hold on. Yeah, she's she's a younger... Younger. I thought it was funny. Uh, um, they actually stuck with Sansa being 14 in this TV show. Yeah. That, I thought they were going to at least make her a little older than that. That's one thing that kind of bugs me going back and reading the, the book. They're a lot younger in the book. Oh, yeah. Jon Snow's 15. Yeah. And I'm you're just like, visually, he's not 15. <laughs> and uh, Rob's, what, 16 in the book? Mm hmm. But yeah, so that's why I thought they were at least going to make her older. And Bran is like nine, which I guess is pretty close. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, she's uh, um, 16. Oh, wow. Yeah, she's not... I mean, She looks a lot younger. That's probably why they cast her. Yeah, (laughs) fair enough. But, uh, so okay. Yeah, but, yeah, March 15th, come see me and Warner... Uh, for Indie Podcasting panel. It used to, it, you know what? They changed the name of the panel. It's supposed to be Indie Podcast Unite. Okay. And they changed it. They changed it too. I don't... The Indie Podcast panel. Oh. Which... Sounds boring. Sounds boring. <laughs> it sounds boring. And you know what? There's a lot of other Indie Podcasts. And we're just two. Because that's all they would allow on the panel. That's weird. How, yeah. Do you know how big the room is? Uh-uh. <laughs> If it's, like, the size of this basement, I would understand, but... <laughs> yeah, Carrie thought it was weird that it was only just you two up there. Yeah, that's all they, That's all the space they would allow. Mm. I don't get it. Mm. There were a couple other ones that I would have wanted on the show, or on the panel, and I'm just kind of like, oh, all right, guys. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. I mean, we submitted it. We, we submitted for the panel, and they're like, you get two spots. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, oh, okay. I guess. Awesome. But yeah, come check it out. I'm sure it'll be a train wreck. <laughs> but come, come check it out. Uh, it's on Saturday, right? Yeah, it's on Saturday yeah, it's on at five day. o'clock, yeah, room one twenty one. It's like twenty bucks a day for the con, like forty five for the weekend. Um, I'll probably feel Saturday. Yeah, that's probably all I go. Oh, I might go more. I don't know. They don't. Have, they didn't have press passes. Booked the hell out of me, so I have to actually pay for the weekend. Bastards. And I'm on a panel. And I have to pay for the fucking weekend. <laughs> really? Come on, guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. Come, come check it out. Okay. Come ask me questions about podcasting, and I'll just be like, yeah. I just uh, sit at my table in the basement and record. Mm-hmm. Get my friends together and have somewhat decent equipment. <laughs> yeah. And an eight-year-old we, computer. Didn't we just have the one mic in it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, which isn't even here anymore. Gabe has it. <laughs> because it's a USB mic. Oh, yeah, I remember that now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> one little microphone. Yeah, now David has boxes over there with multiple Michael. Michaels? Yeah, Michaels. <laughs> I know, right? I, ju- I just need to get one big mixing board. That's how much I know. <laughs> <laughs> right? Do you want to come answer questions for people, David? <laughs> Actually, I... We can I talk would... about segues. Yeah, yeah segues. <laughs> can you write in on a segue? Can you get a segue? <laughs> and then at some point, we just swap out people on the panel <laughs> on segues. <laughs> that would be the best. 
<laughs> that would be so weirdly abstract. Like Which, we, don't, we don't even say anything about it. We just write up on the segue, and then we just switch. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'd be great. I, wonder, I really do. I wonder how much that would cost. I don't know. Just run a segue for a day? Yeah. Uh, I know that, they... Uh, that way more people would be on the panel? There's a weird touristy thing where you can rent a Segway and ride it around the city of Indianapolis. <laughs> and just roll in on the Segway. That'd be great. Uh, That'd be so neat. God, I really want to do that now. <laughs> Damn it. Well, I want to find out a way to orient, well, orient, I don't know. Orient. It, include. <laughs> I try to sound intelligent. <laughs> I want to try and figure out a way to include more of us into the panel <laughs> itself because, okay, yeah, I'm the only person who's been on every episode of our podcast. We can go up and ask you super questions. Fair enough. Fair enough. Be like, what happened to your beard, asshole? <laughs> I sneezed. <laughs> and it was gone. Uh, well, all right. Hit the button. Oh, sad day. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, I'm going to hit the button. Okay. Hey listeners, this is Micus, creator of the kind of epic theme song, Zombie Kids. If you're interested in finding out more about my music, you can check me out at micusmusic.com. Also, I am on iTunes, Facebook, and SoundCloud. You can look me up as Micus Music, and that's M-I-K-U-S, and you know the rest. All right, peace out, everyone. Keep listening.